0: can you be victorious if you have nothing to be victorious over? So God all the hard times you're going through God is building your testimony He's building he, See, he's, I, he's, I, listen to what he said He says, I want my children to be victorious but the only way they're going to be victorious is got I go through something so I can show them victory in it Now the Bible says that God's a healer How are you going to be healed if you've never been sick? So he's, listen what he's doing. He's proving how bad he is through your life, through your book See, wait, chapter one, yeah, you were sick, but get to chapter two, he says you're healed. You got to keep reading the book. How in the world can you be an if you had nothing to overcome? How can you ever realize that, that you're the head if you never was the tail? See, some of y'all, he, he's about to make you, you about to have a come up. Manifested Glory Worship Center. Kingdom focused, kingdom minded, kingdom living. This is the Rhema Talk Podcast, and you're listening to Pastor Damon C. Johnson, founder and senior pastor of Manifested Glory Worship Center. And let me just tell you this, church, I know without a without shadow of a doubt that this word you're about to receive is an in-season, on-time word. I can always tell, because where, it's because, see, typically, the Lord gave give me a you know, a message and everything. And so I had, you know, we we're in an under series. And so I had my unders and today I was going to do understanding. And then I said, no, nah, let's not do understanding. Let's do, uh, let's, let's do uh, underestimated. And I had all these different unders we was going to do. Um, and then every time I was about to do it, the Lord said no. And so I'm studying, studying, studying. And, you know, we're in a new book in Bible study too. For those who don't know, we have Bible study on Thursday nights. And we, we started a new book, the book of Micah. It was a powerful study, amen. Anyway, um, uh, so I, I, I was getting my Bible study together and studying the book of Micah and, and, and all the old prophets, Obadiah and all of them. And, and the Lord, the Lord, this is plain as day. So I'm, I'm opening up a book. As, as I'm opening the book, he said, this is your sermon. And that don't mean nothing to me, God. It's a book. I open up books every day. Well, what are you trying to say? And so let's get to our text, and I'll, and I'll explain it in a moment. If you have your Bibles, and we're going to be all over the Bible today. You know, normally I take a text and I exegete it, but we're going, we're going to race through this thing a little bit today, all right? I got many scriptures today, and so I'll we'll give you the main one. The rest of we we'll just put it on the screen so we can get through this thing because I plan to get it to you today hot and fresh. Sure. Come on now. Come on with it. Help a preacher out. Yeah. Amen hot and fresh 30 minutes or less amen we're gonna get it today all right so if you have it i, I want you to turn to me to matthew 24 it's gonna get us started and we will move from there matthew chapter 24 all we need is verses 4 through 6 to get us started matthew chapter 24 verses 4 through 6 if you do not have your bible we will have the scriptures on the monitors for you matthew chapter 24 verses 4 through 6 when you get it please say i got it if you still turn and say hold up no problem matthew's the first book of our New testament eh? amen matthew chapter 24 verses 4 through 6 i'm going to read today from the new king james version and it says that this way and jesus answered and said to them take heed that no one deceives you for many will come in my name saying i am the christ and will deceive many and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars see that you're not troubled for all these things somebody say must 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 come to pass but here's the thing but the end is not yet and so my my sermon title today is underneath this chapter is a new chapter underneath this chapter is a new chapter so our under the day is underneath now if you look at our text he says now Jesus is talking here and he's referring to the end times or the last days which we know we are living in the last days the Bible teaches us that so we know that we're living in the last days and Jesus is talking about this time he said now understand that during this time it's gonna be crazy because there's going to be people walking around saying they are Christ, which we have seen. Yes. We're going to be all types of people professing me and they don't even know me. They are going to use me as a business. They're going to, I mean, we all types of business. are going to be rumors of wars. going to be all types of wars going on, which we see. He says, but listen, don't let those things or those troubling times trouble you. And so church, that's the first point I want to make is that just because you see trouble, we don't have to let trouble trouble us. He says, these things got to happen. These things, trouble has to come. He says, but don't let trouble trouble you. He says, but understand that just because you see trouble, that's not the end because the end has not yet come. And so I want to refer to that as our book. The book of our life. This is your life. All in this book. The problem with the book of life is that we read one page and think that's the whole story. You read one or two chapters, you shut the book. I don't want to read this no more. It's depressing. Because in your book of life, some of your chapters have been very long, some of your chapters have been boring. Here, read a book and it's, get bo- it's boring. Or, or, or we, we like to say it had a slow start. And some of your chapters have had a slow start. Oh, I felt that one. Because see, some of you all are saying, why this have not happened to me yet? How come I'm not at this place in my career yet? This place in my social, how come I'm not married yet? How come I don't have this yet? Because you looked at your book and said, I'm closing this thing because it's been too slow. Is there another book I can start over, Jesus? Some of of your chapters have been painful, full of drama and chaos. Some of your your chapters have been full of loss. You ever read a book and man, everybody die off? We didn't even got started yet. And when you have chapters like that in your book, we tend to say, this must be the end. This is how this whole book is going to read. This is how my whole life is going to be. But Jesus said, when troubles, when you read your book and it's trouble, don't think it's the end. He said, the end is not yet here. You got to get to the next chapter. Because underneath this bad chapter, this boring chapter, this long chapter, this this whatever your chapter has been, there's a new chapter underneath it. We're going to walk through this, this thing called the book of life. Now, in order to turn the pages of your book, you need something that we talk about in church all the time. That word faith. See, what happens is the pages become so heavy in your book that you don't even turn, you, you, you can't get to the next page because it, this page was too heavy for you to turn. And you was afraid that the next page looked like the last page, so you, you don't have faith to believe it's gonna get better. So you stay right where you are. You, you stay in chapter one. You've been in chapter one for 40 years. And, and God is saying, "I've written a whole book of your life, and you can't get past the first chapter. Because wow. you allow the troubles of life to keep you reading the same pages over and over again, rehearsing the same things in your spirit and in your mind." God wants us to get to a new place. Now we all know the scripture. It'll put it on the screen for me. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Come on, we, we we should know this one by heart. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. We can say that because we know how to say it. We know how to be churchy, but do we really believe it? It's one thing to know something, but it's another thing to know it in your heart and believe it and stand on that thing. I could, I could quote the scripture all day, but if it doesn't, if it has not become life to me, then I'm just saying Words. Now here's the thing, let's let's, let's, uh, let's dissect this, let's exergete this, because it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, so that means if I don't have hope, then faith cannot exist. I have to have hope, hope in something. You know, hope is like, see, here's the problem with hope. Hope is not guaranteed in the immediate future. That's why we we have an issue with hope. See, if if, if you're hoping for something, that means... you know, God, I I believe you. I'm hoping for something. And and so if I have hope, then I can have faith. He says, because faith is the substance of things hope for. Now, the lack of hope is unbelief. But understanding that we need hope in order to have faith. So we need hope to have faith. And then faith becomes the bridge from where I am and where I need to be. And Moses has not built that bridge yet. So that's why we say stuck where we are because we have no faith to get us over to where we need to the next chapter where God wants to take us and if we allow our faith if we allow life and the winds of life and the storms of life to consume us it will deteriorate your faith it will eat at your faith just like a like like, like a seashore where it will begin to corrode because the waves keep bumping up against it and it will begin to allow your faith to deteriorate so there's a story in the Bible we, we're all familiar with it Jesus wanted to go up in a mountain and he wanted to have a conversation with the Father alone. He sent his disciples on a boat and they're in in the middle of the water and Jesus got done with the Father. So he said, I'm gonna meet them on a boat, on a water, but I don't need a boat to get to them. I'm just gonna walk on the water. So he's walking across the water. They see a glimpse of Jesus. They say, oh my gosh, there's a ghost coming up on us. there was a ghost. Jesus had to say, there ain't no ghost, it's me. Calm down, be a good cheer. Then Peter said, well, check this out. If that is you, Jesus, call me out there to you. I want to walk on water too. He said, "I right, bet." come on, Peter. Peter hopped off that boat and began to walk on water. And as he began to walk on water, the Bible says, then the winds became boisterous, which means the storms of life began to rage. And instead of him focusing on Jesus, he began to focus on the waves and the winds. And the Bible says he began to sink. He cried to Jesus, Jesus saved me. Jesus reached down and pulled him up. But then Jesus said something, Oh you. You know what that translates to in, in, in the Greek? Why did you have a little burst of faith? It wasn't that he didn't have faith, he only had a little bit, a little burst of faith. He had to have faith. He got out the boat. He 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 had enough faith to hop out the boat and to begin his journey. But he didn't have enough faith to complete his journey. And that's where most of us are. We have enough faith to believe God at the beginning. God, I believe you. Thank you, Lord. You're so wonderful. And we start our journey, and as soon as a storm comes, where is our faith then? Because we only had a little burst of faith. And because we only had a little burst of faith, we can never turn the page. Because we get stuck. Chapter 1. I get stuck right here. If I have a little burst of faith, right when, right when God says, your blessings are around the corner, I can't, I can't turn it. I can't turn the page, God, because what if it gets worse around the corner? What, what, if, what if the chapter two is worse than chapter one? No, no, I, I'm just gonna stay right here. He says, oh, you of little faith, you think I'm gonna bring you this far to leave you? You think I will set you up to let you fail? Why do you, why do you have this a little, a little burst of faith? He says, I need to build this thing up inside of you so you can believe me for greater. So you can know that the next chapter is going to get better. Now, here's a telltale sign if, if your faith is, is, is leaving you or it's dwindling or it's going away. It's when your faith, when you're faced with a problem and your plan is the only plan that you have. That's when you know you ain't got no faith, or you got just a little burst of faith. Or when you face an obstacle, the first person you call is your family and friends. You don't call on Jesus. Jesus is your last resort. Uh Uh-huh. When your faith is in your wallet or in your purse, that's when I know that you struggle with your faith. And I was telling Elder John earlier, I've been teaching on faith for a long time. But I, the Lord said, you got to bring some more clarity, son. I said, okay, fine. Because most people have faith. But their faith is in the wrong thing. Let me read the scripture for you real quick. And then I'm going to explain it. Put it on the screen for me. Put um, uh, Mark 11, verse 22 to 24. Look what it says here. So Jesus answered them and said, have faith in what? In who? Have faith in who? Okay, he says, surely I say to you, whoever whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believe that those things he said will be done. Listen to what he says, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, everything, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. He says, Have faith in God. I been tell you to have faith, but I ain't tell you what to have a faith in. Let me show you something here. This fan represents us. This cord is your faith. Hold it for me, Elder John. How come it's not working? You know why? Because I have faith, but it's in man. And so when, when man can't produce any power for me, then what I'm gonna do? So then. You got, you got your wallet on you? Why it's not working? Cause, because of where your faith was. See, you had faith, but in the wrong thing. You know how I know you all have faith? Because ain't nobody, ain't nobody questioning your chair you're sitting in right now. Nobody came in here and said, Lord, please let this chair hold me up. I wouldn't, ain't nobody sitting in a chair like this because they don't believe the chair gonna hold them. You had faith in that chair. Most of y'all, when you got in your car this morning, you didn't even question, you just turned the ignition and kept me moving. Because you had faith that your car was gonna bring you here. You have faith, but it's not in God, in everything except God. And they wonder why we're in a situation we're in. We have faith in the government. You got faith in, 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 in Lord, helps. Lord help us with there. Man, I ain't even gonna talk about that. I'm a, I'm a priest. I'm gonna keep this thing churchy. Amen. I'm not gonna talk about politics in church. If you want to talk about politics, we can talk about after church. But in his is the house of the Lord, I'm gonna talk about the word of God. We have faith in everything. Our jobs. What happens when they leave? The major faith is gone because it's where all your faith was. Your portfolio that's where your faith is when the market crash where your faith then Jesus taught them go back to the, verse, the, the previous verse have faith in God so we, if we all have faith and we put our faith in God who is our source and our power source look what happens you feel that that's called the ruah, the breath of life. See, he, he'll, he'll, he's already breathed it into you. He said, now you can function, now you can operate because you put your faith in the right place, in me. And because we have our faith in everything but God, we wonder why, why we're not working. And then what happens is that you'll have your faith in God and you'll be connected and then... And you could run a little bit off the power that you used to have. But then watch it after a while. It stops again. And you know what most of our life looks like? This is our lives. Connect with God. Yes, I'm on fire for the Lord for, for three weeks. <laughs> Disconnect for three months. Wow. Two weeks per Oh, God, hallelujah. <laughs> you are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why we stay on chapter one. Because we've disconnected from our power source. And we had faith. Because remember, the Bible says it gives every, every person a measure of faith. We all get some faith. The problem is it's in the wrong things. And we put it in people, we put it in things, and those things will fail us. You got to have your faith in God. That's the only way you can turn the page. That's the only way you can turn the page. And here's the reality of a lot of Christians. They come to church week after week or month after month. Or season, after, whenever they come. They come and they get a word to get them through that time period, through that week. And so at that point, they're just survivors. But the Bible says that you are more than conquerors. And so if we build up our faith, we'll move from just surviving to being more than conquerors. That this word, is not just going, oh, I'm barely making it, Lord Jesus. Oh, help me through this this valley that I'm going through. No, you'll have faith to say, you know what? It's rough right now, but this ain't the end. I got another chapter I got to get to. There's another page I could turn where it's going to get better. that's That's the mindset we have to have. See, we have to have hope. If we have hope, then guess what? Faith then becomes our communication. That might have probably flew over your head. It's all right. But see, you have hope. And the way I communicate that hope that I have is through my faith. That's how I communicate that. So let's, let's work backwards. Let's work backwards. So we know we have to have hope in order to have faith. But in order for you to have hope and faith, you also have to be justified. You have to be justified. Put it on the screen for me, Mark five forty-five. Look what it says here that you may be sons of the father in heaven for he will make his sun rise on the evil and on the good he sends rain on the just and the unjust so understand that there is a difference between the just and the unjust so understand who who are the question is who are the just those have been justified now the 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 way i know i'm justified is through christ jesus through what he did for me but i have faith in him to believe that i am justified in order for me to be justified okay so 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 understand let me me just give you this real quick so look at put up there Romans 5 for me Romans 5 1 look what it says here it says therefore having been justified by what we have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ so we've been justified by faith so so you don't even you can't even you can't even know that you're saved and have justification unless you first have faith so so faith is what justifies us but it's something else too. Put up there for me, Hebrews ten thirty-eight. 38. It says, now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. So not only am I justified by faith, that same faith I have to live by. So the same thing that justified me is the thing I got to live by. See, the problem is that we don't live by faith. We live by emotions, we live by feeling, we live by whatever comes our way and not faith. The Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so we have to make sure that that we are living and that the just are living by faith. Now, look, now here's the thing. The just receives victory. Now, we have victory through Christ Jesus. The only problem with victory, church, is you can't have without conflict. Y'all missed it. How can you be victorious if you have nothing to be victorious over? So God, all the t- hard times you're going through, God is building your testimony. He's building, he, see, he's, I, I, listen to what he said. He says, I want my children to be victorious, but the only way they're going to be victorious is they got to go through something so I can show them victory in it. it. Now, the Bible says that God's a healer. How are you going to be healed if you've never been sick? Right. So he's, listen to what he's doing. He's proving how bad he is through your life, through your book. See, wait, chapter one. Yeah, you were sick, but get to chapter two, he says you're healed. You gotta keep reading the book. How in the world can you be an overcomer if you had nothing to overcome? How can you ever realize that, that you're the head if you never was the tail? See, some of y'all he, he's about to make you, you about to have a come-up. The upgrade. But dude, see, check this out. If you was born in the mansion, see that hit hey, brothers, let me, let me give you some let me give you secrets. I'm talking to the brothers right now. I know y'all want to ball out for your wives, but let me teach you a lesson. If you start with the six current diamond, <laughs> where are you going next? If you start out dating her, and when, when you first start dating her and, you, and, and she don't eat nowhere but Roy's and, and uh, all the baller restaurants, where you going from there, bro? You bringing the chef to the house to cook all your meal? You ball like that. If you got it, but see what you, what you got to do, you got to start at one place so she can see the come up. <laughs> she can feel the progression. I've been married this year 21 years. Trust me where I started at. <laughs> Let me tell you where I started. I was in the military. I'll come home, like, sure, you wanna go to dinner? You know how I was balling out? We went up to the plaza. Right. King's Court. <laughs> Holler at your boy. Shorty, go and get them rib tips. Go and get, them, go get an extra roll if you want that. I got you. Had my little tray going through the line. Got my little jello. Y'all know nothing about that. Let me tell you, back then I didn't even have a car. She oh, told the car I drive now. I I, 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 yeah, I worked hard for that. I got it, look, sure I got. you, gonna get this, this, this round trip bus fare. We would go down to the, to the in the harbor to the to the harbor place to the movie theater. Had the picture man out there. We taking our picture on the little chair. Bam. That's where I started. the The first ring I got my wife. I guarantee you, I could get the thickest glasses in here you couldn't see the stone. But look what she got now. She made a come up. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta see that. But see, here's the thing. You'll never appreciate the come up if you never had to make the come up. See, sometimes God gotta, he, he has to humble us sometimes. Uh-oh, we don't like that word. Sometimes God will humble us to prove a point. He'll humble you and say, oh, you, oh, you think you got it going on? You're going to operate without me? <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> oh, God, and we all adults. oh, God, help me, Jesus. Lord Jesus, what's going on? He says, because I want you to see what I'm about to bring into your life. The next chapter. It gets better. You just got to, you got to trust me that when you turn that page, you will say, this has been behind this page. This has been underneath this chapter the whole time. And I've been focused on this bad chapter, this long, boring, lonely chapter. I can't wait to get to this next thing. And you have faith to believe that it's going to get better in your life. Somebody say, come up. up. That's what's about to happen. The come up is coming. It's coming. The upgrade is coming. You just got to believe God. Here's a scripture. Now, 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 before I get there, let me tell you this. We got, I'm going got to talk about building your faith. Now, I've never built a building. Don't know nothing about building a building. That's not my lane. Don't know nothing about it. But what I do know is that when I see a building being built, I can tell how tall the building is going to be or how deep the foundation is. Amen. The deeper the foundation, the taller they can make it because it has a strong foundation and it has something to build upon. Now, when we read the scripture, now faith is the substance of things, that word substance in the Greek, I'm gonna get this right, um, hoposensis, hoposensis, I'm gonna roll with that. That's what it's gonna sound like to me. (laughs) And that means that which stands under Okay, so your found, so your faith has to be the foundation of your life, and see, in a building you can't see the foundation, but it's the thing that's supporting the structure. And so, th- if the building is tall, and when the winds and the waves come at that building, it has to rely on its foundation to weather the storm. And the same thing with your faith; you have to rely on your faith to help you weather those storms so you can get to the next chapter. Now, here's the scripture I want you to see: Isaiah. Put it on the screen Isaiah 43. Verse 18 through 19. Look what it says here. And I got this in the New Living because I like the way he put it. Look what it says. He says, but forget all of that. See, I like that. See, that's how I like to talk. Forget all of that. Now, what is he talking about? All Everything that was in the previous chapter. Forget all of that. That's in that old chapter. Listen to what he says here. It is nothing compared to what I'm about to do. Go to the next verse. Come on, I should encourage you. Go to the next verse. Look what he says. He says, for I'm about to do something new. This is what he says. See, I've already begun it. Yeah. The problem is we can't see these begun it because we're only focusing on that same chapter. But you did get underneath that chapter because he already wrote the rest of the book. He says, do you not see it? He says, I will make a pathway through the wilderness. And I will create rivers in a dry wasteland. That means all the dry places in your life. He said, I'm going to make a river do that thing. He said, I'm I'm, I'm about to bring something new into your life. I'm going to bring restoration. I'm bringing all this newness to you. But you got to forget all that stuff that's in the the last chapter. Forget about that. I'm bringing something new. Now, here's the thing, church. Whenever an author writes a book, they already know the conclusion of the book before they start writing chapter one. The question is, do you trust the author? The whole book is written. And we, we go, oh, wonderful. Bless the Lord. Let's, we get to chapter one and we start reading. Oh, this ain't, this ain't going to end out good. This character already gone. This character lost his house. This character, done, man, I ain't reading this thing no more. And we shut the book. But then we're forced open it again, but then we go right back to the same chapter. You know why? Because that's the chapter we're familiar with. See, it takes faith. Peter had to have enough faith to get out the boat and try something new. And so it takes faith to go to the next part of the book, to trust God in the next chapter. Now, here's the, here's the part of the book that, that, that I know. How many of you all read the preface of the book before you read it? mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Let me read to you the definition of the preface, what the purpose of it is. It's the preliminary statement in a book by an author or editor to set forth its purpose and its scope. Expressing acknowledgments and the assistance of others. And so what happens in the book of life is that we bypass the preface and go right to chapter one. And understand in the preface, you will understand the purpose of the book. If you had just read it, you will understand the scope of the book, and it will bring clarity to your storms because you would know why you're going through the storm because it's a part of the purpose of the book. See, here's the preface. Now I don't need to read that. I'm going right to write the chapter one, and we read chapter one. And and you understand, why am I going through? Why is this happening to me? Why is that happening to me? It's all right, because that's what happens to the book sometimes anyway. (laughs) Why that's happening to me? Why this happening to me? Why this going on? I don't understand. God, you have abandoned me. He said, you didn't even read the preface of the book. If you had read it, you would have read the scope. You would have understood the purpose, what's going to happen in some of the chapters. It would explain that. And some of these chapters are going to be stormy. And some of these chapters, it's going to get rough. Right, but understand, it's a part of it. It's a part of the book. And so that's why I need to read it in order to understand what's going to happen next. Amen. See, if you read the preface of the book, then what will happen is it will get the revelation of why the book is the way it is. But if you bypass it, now you're confused. Here's another thing about the book of life. Just like some books. And when you read some books, sometimes characters will come in and characters will leave. But it's a part of the book. It's a necessary part of the book. There's going to be people who come in your life for a chapter. The next chapter, they're gone. And you crying because they're gone, but they already fulfilled their purpose because they were only supposed to be in chapter one. Because better characters are coming in chapter three, four, five. You crying, oh, God, he left. You got to understand, he said, that's, that's just the setup character. That person wasn't even a main character. You crying over somebody that had a cameo in chapter one? Oh my they was going to come in and leave. Listen, as a pastor, I learned that one. The book of the church. Some people came in for chapter one. Bless the God. Bless God. And I went to the bishop. I said, Bishop, what's going on with these church folk? He said, Pastor, you got to learn that lesson. And one of the lessons he taught me, I'll never forget. He said, Pastor, church is like an elevator. You start on the ground floor, people going to come on the elevator with you. You get to the next floor, people are going to get off, and people are going to get on. He said, You can't get mad at the ones that get off because you ain't asking nice them to get on. Good point, Bishop. He said, but that's something that's gonna be on the on the ride with you the whole way up. they going on the same floor you going to. He said they do the, they the ones that you you roll with. They the ones you rock with, because they did the, they the ones that's gonna be for the long haul. But the ones that is coming on off, he says, when they come on, how you doing? When they leave you, have a good day. <laughs> and that's how I roll. They tell you, I don't sweat. Look, I ain't chasing nobody no more. Amen, amen. You won't be here, bless the Lord, the doors wide open. If you don't, God bless you, see you next time because I understand some people come in for cameos. Right. They'll come in, and you read them out like, oh man, that that wow, they, they did what? And then they did. And then they gone. And then we have a moment in a season where we become at a place of like, God, I thought that person was going to be the person that will get me to chapter two. He said, no, that person is just to point you to chapter two so you can get there on your own. Right. Wow. Understand that everybody in your book ain't there for a lifetime. Here's some other thing about a book. There's going to be some chapters you get to, and you'll be like, man, how long is this chapter? I've been reading this chapter for for three days. When is it going to change? Or do you read some chapters, you'll be like, man, this chapter is so boring. Ain't nothing happening in this chapter. Nothing happening. And you'll be like, man, this is a boring book. That chapter is just boring. The The book ain't boring? It's just that one chapter. But guess what? Every chapter is necessary to make the book complete. You'll read some, you'll read some chapters and you'll get, to that, you'll get to this place and it looks like everything wrong is happening. Now, how in the world we just had this wonderful, wonderful thing happening in this part of the book. We get, to, we get to page 14 and everything is gone. Everything is missing. Like we talked about last week with Job. How in the world that happens so quick in a book? See, she got to understand it's all a part of the book. It's all a part to get you to the next part. Cause the best, listen, the uh, listen, the author can't put everything good in the first chapter, cause you'll stop reading. I gotta space this thing out and let it progressively get to its climax. The climax don't come to the end, and y'all getting caught up on chapter one. So anyway, let's 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 close this thing out. Some of your books. You said, look, Pastor, I'm almost, I'm almost at the end of this book. And it ain't got better yet. I've been living X amount of years, and I know I'm in chapter 14 or chapter 45 or whatever your age is. I'm in chapter 60-something of this book. <laughs> the Bible only got 66 books. Now, how many more chapters do I go through? But I want to encourage you all because a lot of books like that have sequels. That series. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole other book being written. That's just was the first book. You got a whole other. You, you ever read a book, they got a whole lot of them? And You're like, man, I just read this one. And then you got 12 more. I know some of them shows my kids watch. What's the one you got me watch? The, the movie that keep coming out. The, uh, no, The Gates was one, but the other one we just saw the, the Diversion. You read that, you're like, all right, bet. And then here comes another one, like, all right, bet. And you notice in each time, it gets better for the main characters. Their support system get better each book, each time. You got to know you are the main character of your book. So guess what? You can't die yet. Because if you die, there's no more book. And so so we need you, main character, to keep living out the book. Have enough faith to keep turning the pages so you can have faith to know that it's going to get better. The Bible says, eyes have not seen, neither he has heard, neither into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for you. And here's the thing. When we get to the end of the book, when I get to the end of my book, at least, I don't know about y'all. When I read that last page, that's what I want to hear. Well done, <laughs> thy good and faithful servant. See, see that's, that's the end of your book. That God will say to you, well done. You endured the rough chapters. You made it through the rough ones. He said, but you made it all the way to the end. Now come receive your reward. Yeah. I, 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 you you got to figure, you got to get to what's underneath this thing. Because underneath chapter one, it gets better. Now now, church, I want I want to challenge you. I want you to step up your faith. To believe I know. to believe God for the next chapter of your life I want you to believe God that the next chapter of your life is going to get better but I need you to start turning those pages start turning the pages and listen learn the lesson you didn't learn from the chapter that you're in learn the lesson so God can move you to the next lesson learn the lesson so you can get to the next phase God says I got new things he says I've already begun them can't you see it Because I got new things I'm doing in your life. And church, the only way you're going to know it is if you turn a page and look what's underneath that chapter. Come on, stand on your feet. New chapter's coming. It's coming. Thank you for listening to the Raymond Talk podcast. To listen to this message or past sermons, download the Mixcloud app in the Google Play or iTunes store. Go to mgwc.net to join and get the latest church announcements. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. Thank you again for listening to the Raymond Talk podcast. Hope you'll join us next time.